Welcome back to the Business Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. And in today's episode, we're going to be covering the three mindset hacks you absolutely need in order to grow a huge following this year. Coming up. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. Guys, we are back here in the Business Lounge Podcast. I'm so incredibly excited to be bringing you the show back after two years of a hiatus. We put out season one in 2017 and decided to take a step back, really refocus our energy and effort into growing our main core social channels and perfecting some of our processes and bringing on more team members and focusing on growing the Business Lounge membership and really just walking our talk. We talk all the time about the importance of focus and the importance of quality, right, over quantity. And the podcast episode season one was an experiment. It went over so incredibly well. It was so painful to have to take a step back and kind of reassess because I don't know. There's this magical thing about podcasts. Listen, I love YouTube. YouTube is my forever love. I love video. I love doing live video and pre-recorded video. I think it's just an incredible medium. But For some reason, there's this like intimacy about a podcast where I don't feel any pressure to, you know, kind of have to be punchy and short. I can dive in deep and unpack some of the heavier um, kind of contents, right, context and and different concepts that are so incredibly important um, in this journey that we call entrepreneurship. And I love going in deep. There was this part of my soul that just really craves kind of unpacking all of that for you. And so by popular demand, you guys have been asking for two years nonstop um, that we bring the show back. And I decided, you know what, we have a solid team. Our workflow is is going uh, very well. This is the time to bring it back and just gear up for the upcoming year. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Seriously, you have no idea. I'm just totally thrilled. I got a nice warm cup of tea. This is my matcha tea with a ginger base. I absolutely love it. Drink it every single day. So I hope that you kind of take me along with you throughout your day. Maybe take a pause, grab something to drink, bring a notebook, pen, paper, because you're going to want to take a lot of notes in today's episode. Um, And let's just kind of chill out, right? This is the business lounge podcast. This is just a space for us to sit down, have a chat, you know, grab some tea like I have here and have a conversation around what it really takes to grow big in the new year, what it really takes to grow a solid audience, an audience of people who actually care about what you have to sell, what you have to say, and the kind of message that they can get behind. So 
I'm really excited to dive in here with three basic mindset hacks that um, are maybe a little bit basic on the surface, but when we actually unpack them, I'm sure you're going to have many aha moments. And the reason why I know this is because I actually originally posted this over on my Instagram page. And this is something that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks is just kind of testing and using Instagram as a way to see what you guys resonate with. And so far, so good. It's been working like gangbusters, just getting a feel for what you guys resonate with, what kind of content you want to see, and then the things that maybe you don't care about as much. So I'm loving that. And I wanted to kind of unpack that here today, but then also give you some context and some direction for the future of the show. So as you know, the Business Lounge podcast stemmed from just having a membership site where we talk about all things marketing and online business and being able to unpack that in a more, uh, you know, kind of in-depth format. And so one of the ideas that we had, um, I actually have to give my husband, Chris, credit for this one. I love doing podcasts. And he was like, listen, you have to bring it back, maybe give it a different spin. Um, And so what we're going to do is we're going to have a mix here of really just unpacking some of the same concepts that we're sharing with our members inside the business lounge and this be a podcast for them. It's going to be a continued education sort of thing where we're going to, of course, you know, really put out the monthly content that we're putting out in the business lounge is going to be the in-depth training. And then here on the podcast, we'll unpack some of the highlights of that training and help you implement those things. So if you are not a member of the business lounge, you'll still get a lot of benefit. You'll see a little bit of what we share there. And if you are a member, then you get to number one, stay on top of what's going on in the membership and also kind of stay uh, you know, in tune with what we're learning and the concepts and you're going to be able to pair that content a lot easier. So I'm really excited about that. There was some kind of discontinued or uh, lack of kind of continuity between our free content and the content inside our membership. And we're wanting to bridge that gap again. So I'm really excited about that. I highly recommend kind of following through um, and seeing if this experiment works. So really excited to, to kind of, um, unpack that and unveil that. All right, so let's get into the first mindset hack, the first thing that we want to talk about here. And so as you're thinking about building your audience and growing, you know, your your following, your community, your tribe in this new year, I really think that there is one core element that we often overlook. And I don't know about you, but this seems to be something that I experience in my personal life, um, in my own kind of journey to creating our own content marketing strategy and having my team, you know, kind of be on the same page about what all the moving pieces entail and where we're heading. And it really all comes down to clarity. So I really want you to ask yourself, why do you even want to build an audience to begin with? And so As I've worked in this space, social media marketing, and I was a social media manager many years ago, as many of you guys know, I had to learn really quickly that when it comes down to an audience, right, popularity on social media, popularity on the internet does not guarantee profitability. And I want to say that one more time. Popularity does not guarantee 
profitability. And so I can't tell you throughout my career how many times I've met with incredible, hardworking, authentic creators, brilliant entrepreneurs, smart business owners who have amassed a huge audience, whether that be on Instagram or that be on YouTube or that be through a podcast show like this one or, you know, any type of social media platform. And they have no way of turning their followers into dollars, right? No way of converting that community into loyal fans and loyal customers who come back time and time again for more. And so there's this whole notion about being popular on on Instagram, right? Now more and more I'm hearing from parents telling me, you know, my kids, they just want to aspire to be Instagrammers. They want to be YouTubers. And it's this whole new generation of of, uh, young people and young entrepreneurs who don't necessarily understand the value and the importance of clarity, right? There's this veil of popularity. There's these smoke and mirrors everywhere that point to the direction that just because you have, you know, 100,000 followers on Instagram or you have, uh, you know, 500,000 people who follow your Facebook page, automatically you're making X amount of money. And so when you're behind the scenes and you're seeing the numbers of all these companies and you get to interact with uh, influencers and, and people who've built large audiences consistently, you'll learn really quickly that for some of them, right, select few, the ones that really are savvy, that understand business, they've been able to just master, right, the incredible power of amassing a large audience and then turning that audience into a profitable, sustainable company or leveraging it for growth, right, to grow their existing brand. Psst, sorry to interrupt, but I have a little favor to ask. If you're enjoying this podcast episode so far, I would love it if you would leave us a review over on iTunes. I read every single one, and I can't tell you how excited I get to hear from you. Plus, it would be helping us to reach even more entrepreneurs and make a bigger impact. So head over to iTunes and let me know what you think of the show so far. And hey, you might even score some brownie points while you're at it. And so I think it's so important and so interesting to see how little of Instagrammers, bloggers, uh, YouTubers, people who create content for a living or have large audiences, how few of them actually make money from those audiences. And the scarier part of that is the percentage, right, of people who um, actually not only follow them, but actually purchase their product. It's, It's such a small amount of people. And so when you are really focused on creating your growth plan, your content marketing plan, your social media growth plan for the new year, I want you to keep this in mind because I don't want you to become another stat. I don't want you to be that super famous Instagrammer who is completely broke or that YouTuber who has mastered the art of creating amazing videos that get views and get, you know, a a bunch of engagement and get comments and, and maybe even go viral. But your bank account isn't reflecting, you know, that amazing growth that you're seeing on that platform. And so the way that we avoid this is by peeling back the onion, right? And kind of breathing some light into this concept of why do we want to grow large audiences? For most people, 
we assume that, again, more followers, more views, more engagement will automatically lead into more business. And that could be the case. That could absolutely be the case. I've seen so many amazing brands crush it with social media to the point that they don't even have to pay for ads. Um, growing their audience, growing their email list, you know, just focusing on more traffic. But really, those people are the exception. They're not the norm. And so I want to make sure that, again, you don't hyper-focus on vanity metrics that at the end of the day don't move the needle in your business, that don't actually push you forward, that don't allow you to reach the specific goals that you've set out, that you know ultimately don't allow you to spread your message, don't allow you to make an impact, and, and certainly do not allow you to kind of increase right the, the reach that your brand has. So I want you to keep that really in mind is, is again, going back to that clarity, why do you want to build an audience, right? When we are attracting and focused on attracting customers versus followers, that's when the game really changes. Like all of a sudden, you don't have to slave to to build and maintain this audience. Um, you know, I was just having a conversation with a, a YouTuber the other week, uh, about two weeks ago, actually, and um, she was telling me how she was really stressed out because um, she had you know, built a, a pretty decent following on YouTube and her main source of revenue was uh, AdSense, right? And then the second source of revenue was brand sponsorships. And she was really nervous about having to put out three different videos every single week and having to see, you know, stay really in touch with her audience um, to the point where she was obsessing about the content and obsessing about the views. And that's kind of the game you have to play when you are focusing on the audience growth, right? When you don't have a profitability plan to back up your audience growth, you're kind of a slave to the platform. You're a slave to your audience in terms of you have to maintain that audience. You have to keep growing it. Otherwise, brands are not going to be super inspired uh, to work with you, right? You have definitely a ceiling as far as what you can earn. And there's this constant churn of you're on the hamster wheel. And if you And hey, we're interrupting the show real quick just to tell you about the sponsor of this episode. If you want to finally stop ghosting your audience for good and move away from inconsistency with your content creation, we have the perfect solution for you. It's our brand new content calendar playbook, and it's chock full of over 200 plus caption starters, done for you social media post prompts, and over 70 pages of templates and resources and tools so that you know exactly what to say to keep your audience engaged, excited, and coming back for more consistently. Listen, you know that your content has been a problem for a while. And if that's the case, it's time to get off your booty and actually do something about it. Just for our podcast listeners, you can go over to contentcalendarplaybook.com. That's contentcalendarplaybook.com and get an incredible deal on 90 days of plus of content strategy that's done for you. You're going to absolutely love this new resource. And I know it's going to make a huge difference with helping you stay consistent with your content creation and getting back in the game when it comes to attracting attention for your business. Alrighty, back to the show. 
you stop publishing content if you get sick, if something happens, or you know, Lord forbid you burn out, which is something that we're seeing so much as an epidemic almost, especially with YouTubers, um, then your revenue tanks. And so again, kind of focusing and shifting that focus from popularity to profitability can make such an amazing difference. And so as we go about, I want you to also know that I am all for growing a large audience. I'm all for it. I think it's an amazing thing, especially once you've laid the foundation of your business, once you have a clear profitability plan, once you know how to turn followers into customers and you can really scale out that process. That is a beautiful thing. Building a large audience for the right reasons can make all the difference in the world for your company and for your brand. And so I'm not saying that you should not build a huge audience, that you should not grow big, that you should set mediocre standards, right? That's not what what I want, but I just don't want you to get lost in the vanity. And that's why I asked this question. Why do you want to grow an audience? Why do you want to build an audience? Like, why is that important to you? And some of, sometimes, you know, the, the answer to that question will be completely different from, from one, actually not sometimes, most every time, right? It'll be different from one entrepreneur to the other. But some of the key things that I'm looking for is you want to serve, right? And you want to move your company forward. So progress and service. Personally, those are my two key motivation motivation factors in pretty much every area of my business. Um, I really didn't understand this concept fully. I've always adapted it into my, my life and then that translated into my business. But I heard Tony Robbins talk about this and he said, you know, really, there's two reasons why we are happy, why we're fulfilled in life. And it's when we can serve other people and when we actually start progressing in different areas of our lives, right? When we get stuck and we don't see momentum um, and when, when we are selfishly trying to amass, you know, whatever resource for our own purposes, that's when we go down, you know, kind of that rabbit hole of unhappiness and um, lack of purpose and lack of fulfillment. So I love those two answers and I want you to dig deep and really start asking yourself, but why, right? But why do I want to grow an audience? Well, because I want to, um, you know, have a bigger email list. But why do you want to grow a bigger email list? Well, because I want to improve my conversion rates. But why do you want to improve your conversion rates, right? And if you ask yourself that question enough times, but why, you'll get to the core of the reason, the true reason why you want to build an audience, why you want to build a company, why you want to grow a brand. And I think that's just such a powerful exercise and something that'll really set the tone as you're beginning to really craft that growth plan. All right. So mindset hack number two, mindset shift number two, that is imperative. And this is something that I don't hear enough people talk about. And we talk a lot about in the business lounge. So if you've been through our content calendar system program, or if you've been through any of our content workshops, or our 90 day audience building plan, you know that I talk about this all the time. And it's really the main strategy behind our 90 day audience building plan. It's getting serious, right? About actually going to your people instead of expecting people to come to you. 
So oftentimes when I'm talking to our members inside the business lounge, I'm sitting down and asking, okay, like, what is it that, you know, is blocking you from growing? I'm not seeing my Instagram following grow, right? I'm not seeing my Twitter following grow. I'm not seeing my email list grow. I'm not seeing my website visitors grow. All of those um, are very common questions and concerns that we hear from entrepreneurs every single day. And so usually the first question that I ask is, okay, what are you doing, right? What are you doing to go to those people? How are you getting in front of that ideal client, ideal customer? And most of the times, we don't even think of that. So we're sitting behind a computer, right, or behind our phones, and we are posting away, and we're creating content, and we're trying to be valuable. And those are all super important things. But we expect people to just miraculously find us, to miraculously discover how amazing we are. And the reality is that does not happen, especially when you're in the beginning stages, right? So we talk about a lot of on um, we talk a lot about the stages of business in season one of our podcast and so if you've gone through that already um definitely you'll you'll hear a lot of reminders but if you haven't highly recommend going and checking out season one after you finish this episode but in it we unpack the six stages of online business right and so when you are in the validation stage, when you're trying to figure out what product, what service, what offer you're going to be selling, and if there's a market for that, that stage, or you're in the launch stage, you know, kind of creating your website, figuring out your branding, figuring out your social media, designing your logo, kind of setting up the stage for um, letting the world know, hey, I'm here and I'm launching my company. Or if you're in the hustle stage and you're trying to grow, you already have an established company, uh, maybe you're not uh, full-time working on it full-time just yet, but you're grinding and you're hustling and you're growing. Those three stages are usually where you're going to see the most uh, amount of benefit from this strategy, right? It's going to people and getting in front of them. And there's so many different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can get really strategic with leveraging other people's audiences, right? Doing collaborations, doing shout outs, um, making sure that you're uh, planning things like social media takeovers or pitching yourself to do uh, a, a JV webinar or even a pitch free webinar or showing on on a podcast or pitching yourself for a YouTube interview. There's so many things that you can do with other people to collaborate and leverage their audience and get exposure to your ideal community. Now, I know for a fact that immediately the first thought people have usually is, number one, that's scary because it means I have to pitch myself. Number two, I don't necessarily feel comfortable doing that. And number three, they're going to say no. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip and and we talk about this a lot in our audience building plan in the business lounge so if you've gone through that you know already uh, what to do 30 days 60 days 90 days but when it comes to reaching out to other people who you could leverage these audiences from it's so key right to not think that you can immediately collaborate like you have a hundred followers on Instagram and you can immediately collaborate with like someone who has 1.4 million followers 
that's the, the likelihood of that happening is so incredibly small because it's a huge ask. It's a one sided ask. And so I don't ever want you to be a parasite. OK, and I know that word is kind of intense, but that's exactly how larger, more established audiences feel when they're getting bombarded every single day with entitled requests. Hey, could you share this post? Hey, could you allow me to do a, a you know Instagram live takeover? Could you shout me out on your stories? Could you shout me out on your feed? You know, there is nothing for that creator. There's nothing in it for them. And ultimately, we're all hustling. We're all trying to grow our brands. So why should someone take time out of their busy day, right, and give you uh, a spotlight when they've had to build and hustle and grind maybe for years to get to the point where they are and you just expect someone to give you a handout? So I really want you to shift your mentality as it comes to uh you know collaborations and when we're talking about collaborations there's usually something in it for both parties it's not one of those things where um, someone is doing you this massive favor and so the way that you go about this is finding people who are a few steps ahead of you, right? Someone who, number one, might be very compelled to give back and kind of, you know, lift you up. Number two, someone who could really use some valuable content. And so the first step is figuring out maybe 10 ideal creators who have maybe a couple hundred more followers than you do or a couple thousand more subscribers than you do or have a slightly larger email list, right? People who are a couple steps ahead are way more likely to say, hey, absolutely, I would love to do this. And this is something that I experience on both ends of my business. You know, every single day we get dozens of pitches and people just expect us to review their product for free or, you know, pitch their product or, you know, actually sponsor one of our videos, um, but they're not at the point where they can afford our rates. And so they don't take any time to get to know our audience, to get to know our business. And so the pitches are completely irrelevant. They're, you know, related to topics that could not serve our audience and it's very clear and obvious that they have not done any kind of research so it's really important again to understand who those creators are do some research get acquainted with them and build a relationship you know make sure that you are following them on social media liking and commenting on their stuff i am so much more inclined to work with someone who has been a longtime fan and who's you know commenting and engaging with our stuff and has been doing that for months and months and even years than i am with someone who is a total stranger and just clearly wants access to my audience it's just so blatant so people can can smell your intention and it's really important that you come at it from a place of authenticity right so again starting with people who maybe are a few steps ahead of you and then also getting to know who that creator is understanding right their audience what drives with them and what you could do in exchange so a really cool thing you could do if you have an established audience is hey you know let's uh promote each other so maybe you create a video for my channel and then i create a video for your channel or you know we could do the same thing on blogs so i'll create a blog post for your blog and then you create one for mine those kind of collaborations are a lot more organic they're way more authentic and they help both parties. It shows that, hey, there's skin in the game for the other person. Um, you know, that influencer isn't just doing you a favor. So huge thing and really important. 
So that's kind of my uh, my my gist on what you should be doing when it comes to getting in front of, of other people's audiences and some of the things to keep in mind. The other thing is, if you don't want to work with other people and you don't want to collaborate, that's totally okay. You don't have to do that. It will definitely help you grow a lot faster and it'll enable you to reach your goals way sooner. But you could totally, you know, hustle it out and then start doing the same actions that you expect other people uh, take on your account. So if you want people to follow you, go follow your ideal client, engage with their content. You know, when people comment on your photos on Instagram or when they comment on your videos on YouTube or when they tweet and retweet your stuff on Twitter, like, like that content, retweet them, shout them out, you know, really go look for a tweet that they've posted and reshare it if it's relevant to your account. Engage, right? Model the behavior that you expect from your audience. Do it yourself and then go out there and actually start engaging with people. I can't tell you how many times creators, and, and I've I've been so guilty of doing this myself, we get so busy and in, in the weeds that, um, that we often forget to just be people, right? Be people on social media and act like we would if we were in a party. It's so rude that you're not, you know, replying to DMs um, unless you've gone to a point where, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of them, which is understandable. But it's rude that you're not, you know, at least taking some time out of your day to answer comments for 20 minutes on your latest post. You know, those are the kind of things that go a really long way for people and can totally help you get exposure and make sure that, you know, people feel like you care. So getting outside of your comfort zone, stepping behind the computer, and really just meeting people in person can also be an awesome strategy. Showing up at networking events, speaking, um, you know, doing any kind of exposure where you can set yourself as the authority and then building that kind of um, positioning is critical and can make such a big difference for your overall marketing strategy. All right, so I hope that's making sense so far. If it is, please let me know. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comment section below or maybe Facebook or Instagram. If you're listening and you're my podcast peep and I love you, make sure to come over to Instagram. The handle is at Kim and Jimenez. We'd love to hear what you think about this episode over on that channel. All right, guys, so shifting gears here, let's talk about the third shift. And this one is critical, so important. This mindset shift made all the difference for me when I uh, started my business and felt very overwhelmed and a lot of pressure to just like build this massive audience. Um, And I just, with maturity and time, you just come to understand that things that are worth it, things that are worthwhile are a hundred percent, you know, going to require time. So anything that's worthwhile in your business and your life, you know, that it's going to require time. So I talked about this um, in our Q and A session last. Uh, I would say I think it was last week. Was it last week or the week before? Um, we did our Q and A session. Actually, it was last week, and I talked about this incredibly important concept that I call active patience. Active patience, right? It's this whole notion, this this mindset of really working your buns off to reach your goals, to build that audience, to get more followers, to get more leads, more traffic, whatever your audience building goals are. 
but then also realize that nothing is going to be an overnight success. Like instant gratification, you know, hacking your way through things, um, you know, kind of using terms like uh, growth hacking and, and overnight successes and instant gratification, you know, in, in this era of just cheap clicks and bots and fake followers and just empty vanity metrics, we are so incredibly addicted to overnight results and overnight success. And what having an active patience mindset really means is that you are doing the work every day. You're showing up like a professional. You are commenting, you're posting consistently, you're up leveling your content, you're listening to your audience, you're figuring out what they care about and doing more of it. You know, you're tracking your analytics, you are uh, showing up, right, every single day and, and going to people instead of expecting them to come to you, especially in those first initial stages. But you also realize that it's going to take time. And just because you don't get the results that you expected yesterday, it doesn't mean that you're just going to, you know, pack up all your toys and and stomp off the playground because you're pissed that it didn't work (laughs) instantaneously. And so making sure that you're building up that resiliency and that commitment and that consistency over time, that muscle will strengthen and you'll you'll catch any negative thought pattern, you know, that says, oh, well, you know, I didn't get the results today, so I'm not going to show up tomorrow. Or I'm just so busy. You know, I, I want to go out to drinks with, with friends this evening or, you know, I, I just want to lay on the couch and watch some Netflix. You're going to be able to catch those thoughts and say, whoa, 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 uh-uh, Mm-mm, not me. I'm using and leveraging this active patience mindset, right? I'm going to do the work. I'm going to show up because at the end of the day, I'm going to regret it if I don't, right? 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, what if I had started? What if I had stuck with it? What if I had actually put in the work? Look what so-and-so has done because they've stuck with it. I could be there too if I had just done the work. So stick to it right now, right? Have that active patience mindset. Know that every single thing that you get done in your business, every single time you publish content, every single time you engage with a follower, you provide value, you answer a question, you show up, you engage, you are a hundred percent, right? Creating this amazing snowball effect. It all adds up. It all builds on each other. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's taking small action steps. It's doing the work day in and day out and knowing that that will actually pay off in the long run, right? 30 days from now, you're going to have more followers and more subscribers, a quarter from now, right? Three months from now, 90 days from now, you're going to go back and see that your analytics are growing steadily, strongly, right? And you're going to be way closer to your goal than you were 90 days ago, 30 days ago. And so it's having that active patience that I think makes the biggest difference for creators. And simple mindset hacks like these can make such a big difference especially because we are on this journey together, right? We are running a huge marathon. Entrepreneurship, 
business, you know, growing an audience in any platform, it is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Ask any creator that you really respect. As ask any entrepreneur or business owner that you think, you know, is crushing it online. They will tell you, "Hey, you know, I've been doing this for 7 years. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been doing this for 3 years. I've been putting out, you know, content every single week. I've been showing up. I've been doing the work and there were ups and downs and there were times I wanted to quit and there were so many opportunities for me to say, you know what, I'm burnt out and I just don't want to do this. We are running a marathon, not a sprint. And so people who understand that longevity is key and really, really leverage this whole concept of being consistent and working here first before we work here that makes such a big difference for our overall impact and the amount of um, you know growth that we experience. So I hope that these mindset hacks helped you. I hope that you'll be implementing them into your content marketing plan, into your content marketing strategy. It's something we're going to keep talking about and unpacking in future episodes because I want to make sure that you have everything you need to start the new year with an amazing, solid foundation and a great plan to grow your audience, grow those leads, grow that email list, and really start making huge strides in the new year. So hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. I'm so thrilled again to just be back with you. And of course, if you haven't had a chance to check out the Business Lounge, make sure that you do. As always, this episode is directly sponsored by TBL. So can't wait to see you inside there. I will see you in the next episode. And for now, I would love for you to let me know. This is the question of the day. What is the number one mindset hack that you've had to make that mindset shift that's allowed you to grow an audience, you know, that to, to get to that next level, to really start seeing some momentum. I'd love it if you shared it with me. Um, you know, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment section, if you are listening in on the podcast, pull up your Instagram, DM me, post over on one of our photos. I'd love, love, love to hear from you. The best insight and tips actually come from our listeners, come from our subscribers, come from our community. You'd be surprised the wealth of knowledge that um, we actually learn from, right? I'm not here to say that I I know all the things. I definitely want to keep hearing uh, about your experiences, learning from you, because we're all in this together. I love you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Cheers, and I'll see you in the next episode. So you know how building an online business can be totally overwhelming. You're probably learning new strategies from YouTube, other blogs, podcasts, and taking courses that are all great, but sometimes give you contradictory and even confusing advice. I get it. It's hard to filter through which strategies you should be implementing right now to grow your online business versus the ones that you should stow away for the future, you know, when you're actually ready to implement them. And that's exactly why we designed the Online Success Path. Inside, we broke down the six stages of a successful online business. Validate, launch, hustle, breakthrough, profit, and scale. And we designed a complete roadmap inside the Business Lounge membership just for you. Inside each stage, you will find a step-by-step action guide tailored to the specific challenges you'll encounter during the stage of business you are currently at. 
complete with getting started tips so you can know exactly what to expect, video tutorials so that you can implement new strategies, action items so you stay on track, plus full-blown courses to help you focus only on the tasks that will accelerate your progress right now and take you to the next level in your business journey while keeping you accountable and overwhelm-free. So if you're ready to take your online business to the next level, get started at jointhebelounge.com.